episode of Executive Talk. My name is Maurice Washington. I'm your host. Those who are here in our studio audience, thank you very much, and also those that are watching live. Today's show is a, is a term out there that not a lot of people use on a regular basis. It's, it's very abnormal for, to somebody, for somebody to say that I have unbelief. But as today's topic is unbelief, and specifically the effects of unbelief. When you're in this place of unbelief, it is probably one of the most dangerous parts of your business that you can ever think of. And it's, and it's interesting the reason why nobody ever talks about it, but something so dangerous as such as unbelief, how it can actually stunt your growth of your business. And think about it, think about your mind. When you doubt yourself, that is a true term for unbelief, okay? So unbelief is where compromise actually truly exists. And let me go ahead and uh, break that down for you. So what is unbelief? So the way that I have unbelief set up is unbelief is an emotional battle within. Okay, it's an emotional battle. It's part of you saying, yes, I believe in what I do. And then the other time when things get a little shaky, I don't believe in what I do. So it's an emotional battle. And the worst thing about the battle is just you versus you. You can take a mirror, go stand in it, and say, me versus me, who's going to win that morning? So within, the, within unbelief, you can absolutely unequivocally say that when I feel insecure that day, I'm actually sitting in a place of unbelief. That's what, that's what insecurity is. It's the insecurity is the manifestation of unbelief. The question of value or worth. When you're trying to question the value or worth of your business, you're in a state of unbelief. There's no other way of looking at it. It's just you're in a state of unbelief. Do I really have the skill set? The funny thing with this particular question is, for example, the, the, let's say you've been working for a company, let's say in your 20s up until maybe the age of 35, you're working for a company, and on the back end of that company, as soon as you got off work, you know, part of your routine was to go work out, but then maybe when you had a Saturday or Sunday available, what did you do? You started working on your passion, the thing that you're excited about. When you go sit with your family and friends, you say, you know what, it would be awesome if I can be an artist full time. And then you're, you know, doing your little artwork part time and you don't sell it for anything. You just do it out of pure passion. But when you're working for XYZ company, you never question what you do. You don't, you're not in a place of unbelief because you have a place of security that's taking care of things. And it's interesting that as soon as XYZ company is out of the picture, you say, you know what, I'm over this working for somebody else thing. I'm going to go work up. I'm going to go work my own business. I'm going to work my passion. The first thing you do, you're excited for at least, you can actually set the clock to it. And it's about a month. You're excited. You tell everybody, oh, I finally have my own business. I'm so excited. I'm doing my own thing. I cannot wait. And then as soon as that month is over, as soon as you start to say, am I crazy? Should I, have done this? Should I have done this move? I'm not making any money right now. Holy cow, what am I doing? So all of a sudden you're in unbelief? That's how quick unbelief, and it actually stays with you for a long time. The question of what is already inside you, you actually question what's already inside you. You're an artist in general. Everything you do, when you talk, you're, you're a very creative person. And I'm just using it as an artist as an example, but whatever your skill set is, you're already that person. But then 
It's already inside you. It's built. That's how you were. You were that person since you were a little kid, but now you have an opportunity to meet the real you and do what the real you is capable of doing, but then you go into this place of battlefield, emotional battlefield, and you sit in this place of unbelief. That's what it does for you. It's very tricky, and that's why you become compromised. It's a place of where some of the worst decisions that you've ever made in your life sit. Has anybody ever made a bad decision in their life? All right. <laughs> no, I wants to bring it up right now. I get it. It's all right. But you made that bad decision. And you, you, the worst thing about that bad decision is you actually knew the right decision. You knew it. You knew it before. You, but there's something in unbelief told you, well, let me try it out anyway. Let me see. And then unbelief took you down a quick course into a danger zone. Where you're like, I cannot believe I made that decision to where you have to come all the way back to the pain and you have to go moving forward all over again. That's what unbelief, that's the trail of unbelief. So when and how does unbelief come in? Okay, obviously it's an emotional experience, but as a business owner, you're vulnerable as a business owner. Because all day, you have until the time that you wake up until the time that you go to bed to deal with you every day, to deal with your mind, to deal with your family, to deal with your business. You have to consume all kinds of stuff all day long. So you're vulnerable as a business owner with this thing of unbelief. And there's no set time for unbelief. Unbelief doesn't make a schedule with you say, hey, I know you got a busy day. I know you have five appointments today. So then after you put the kids to bed and after you get something to eat, then we're gonna go ahead and go, go to the battlefield. And we're gonna go ahead and doubt what you do. It doesn't say, I'm gonna wait on you. It comes in the middle of the day, doesn't it? And sometimes you wake up with a thought of, oh no, should I be doing this? And then you have to take all morning long to get to a place of, okay, I'm gonna go outside and I'm gonna go try to do this today. Unbelief has no set time. Unbelief pops up when somebody rejects you. You're good when nobody rejects you, but as soon as somebody says, no, and nobody's gonna be that rude, but they'll say, well, I'll, I'll call you back or whatever the case may be. But when somebody rejects your services, I really, I really shouldn't be doing this. People aren't even excited about what I do. That's, what, that's an unbelief statement. We don't, again, it's, it's not gonna just appear that I'm in unbelief, you have it through your statements. When you say, oh, I don't believe this thing should work, I need to do something, I, I don't know. That's an unbelief trail, and it's a statement, and actually, you actually verbalize it. Especially, <laughs> unbelief happens when you don't have any money, okay? When you don't have any money, you really start doubting things, right? That doubt in the trail of unbelief says, maybe I should go work part-time somewhere to bridge the gap, or maybe I should go work for this company for a couple months, and then I'll get back, and you have this whole strategy plan for your unbelief. And then when we're talking about the worst decisions ever, that's where it starts, because unbelief sends you down a trail that's not even towards your future. This is where Hair Trash likes to hang out. Hair Trash needs a place to kind of resonate, but as soon as you get into that place of, I don't know, Head trash, you have to start talking yourself out of it. Okay, I'm doing good. Just, you know, you say you do your 10 affirmations every morning. 
I'm doing well, I'm doing well, I'm doing well. Okay, that was four. I'm doing well, I'm doing well, I'm doing well. Okay, what you're trying to do is build yourself back up because unbelief will beat you down emotionally. And then the 10 affirmations will get you revving back up so you can actually make a move. That's what those affirmations, that's why they suggest make affirmations because when you're in a place of unbelief, they know how the mind works. They know that it takes just a matter of a, sometimes for a lot of people, it can be somebody unliking or unfriending you on Facebook. You go into unbelief. Oh, no, that person doesn't like me. Man, I need to shut down my company right now because the people are leaving my, my fan page right now. That's the power of, of unbelief. So what is compromise? Through unbelief, what's compromised is your perspective, motivation, pricing, and also your actions. And I'm just going to touch on these four based on the time principle that we have here, but let's start with perspective. Here's the statement I want to leave you guys with. If you visualize your business through the eyes of unbelief, you will never see the right perspective. You guys remember that. If you visualize your business through the eyes of unbelief, you will never see the right perspective. For example, failure. Okay, nobody likes to have failure. But this is what your business looks like. It's about the size of this table. Initially, in the very beginning, it's the size of this table. What are you really searching for in your business? Above all else, of course you want money, of course you want to build your brand, and et cetera, et cetera. But what are you looking for? You're looking for that success road. There's a, there's a specific road that your business sits on. And all the success, all the yeses, all the joy of having your own business, it sits in the middle of this road. But what's the only way you can actually find your way to that road? Because right now, that's where we did that conversation called uh, the target market. Anyone and everyone comes into play because this is what your business looks like. Hey, everybody should, and you know, specifically, your business is probably that good where any and everyone should value your services because you can really help a lot of people, which is true. But then when you go out into the marketplace and you, you have people say, oh, no, not right now. No, well, I, that's not for me. Why would anybody ever do that? You, you'll get all kinds of random statements, right? That makes it look like, from the perspective of unbelief, it makes it look like every time I go outside, I keep on failing. But failure is actually to bring you closer to this road of success. Why do I know that? Because what will you do if you run into, so let's say you get to this road of success, you finally get there. When you actually, uh, during this road, you actually find somebody that represents somebody that's outside of that road, correct? And they'll say, uh, you know specifically, you heard it before. Failure actually gives you a warning signal internally that says, oh, that's not the right client. They're not on this road with me. I'm not gonna be able to benefit them at all. So what you actually end up doing and this, what belief will say, you know what, I'm, not, I'm actually not going to be a good fit for you. Specifically, I already know what this path looks like. And I, I, be, you know, I can actually refer you out to somebody else. And what, you're do what are you doing? Failure taught you what you're not supposed to work with. Failure taught you where your success path lies. So that way, if you go outside of it, you can actually blame yourself specifically. Okay? But unbelief will have you miss the whole concept of what failure really means. It's to get you to a particular success path. Appointment cancellations. Unbelief will have you overlook the reason why and how to look at an appointment can cancellation. 
I'm gonna give you two scenarios. If I got an appointment, three appointments today, and one, and let's say that, that was a whole week. Let's say all I did was schedule three appointments. And let's say two of them canceled. Unbelief will have you look at the situation. <sighs> I can't believe all these people canceled on me in one day. But what will belief do? It will hold you accountable and say, well, the truth of the matter is you only set three appointments and you expected every last one of them to sit. Where were you at? Whereas as a business owner, your job is to schedule at the minimum five to 10 appointments every single week. Because inevitable, have you ever canceled on somebody? Yes. Well, what makes you so different that nobody's gonna cancel on you? Unbelief will have you take the accountability totally off the table and not have you look at the situation correctly. Rejection, okay, nobody likes rejection. But what does rejection do? Why is it actually the, the best thing that you can ever receive? Rejection tells you up front that there's a place down here that is gonna end bad. It's going to end bad. If somebody's rejecting you, say thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for reje rejecting me. Now, of course, you're not gonna say this in front of the client, but in the back when you go home and you get in the car, say thank you. Because what that did is there's a situation that if you would have ran with that client, there could have been a whole different experience. They could have railroaded you to somewhere completely different. Or it could have been a learning experience. Maybe you didn't do anything, but there's something down here that you're not aware of that rejection actually saved you from. And that's the perspective of different of unbelief versus belief. Motivation. Okay, we, we see a lot of people out there running, running, running. But if you've ever been in that place of unbelief, half the people that you see working from seven to nine, so you can say, well, I have no time management skills. You know, so I just work seven to nine, that's what I do. Half the reason why that person is out of balance with their schedule is because they're, the, the feeling of unbelief, if you've ever had that feeling where you beat yourself up at, I, I can't do this, I don't know, you're trying to work your way and keep yourself busy so you don't feel that. So when as soon as I wake up, I'm working, as soon as I go, as soon as I work myself to, I'm tired, so I can shut my computer off, I can go lay down and go to sleep so you don't have to get in contact with your mind. Because you know unbelief is somewhere sitting there. Now, let me ask you guys this question. Does anybody question the person with the big house, with the Mercedes, with the, with the person that has, you know, a house in Colorado, Arizona, California, Hawaii, you don't question that person. A lot of that setup is so they don't have to be in that place. If you have all that stuff, will you question yourself that you have belief? No, not at all. It, well, here's, here's the visual that I have belief in myself. That's what a lot of that stuff comes from. And a lot of motivation is built off this principle of unbelief. And it will send you spending a whole bunch of money in places that maybe that's not the right thing. The real motivation as a business owner is, I'm here to serve my clients. When you're in this place of serving, you will always be in a belief system because it's a, it's a meeting of your skill set for the right client and for the end result. That is a specific formula for belief. And when your motivation is to serve your clients, everything else is easy from there because there's always humility surfacing in there. Belief equals humility. That's just how it works. What about pricing? 
your language and your presentation will be compromised when you're in a place of unbelief. Okay, so unbelief will have you question the value of your services. So if I'm sitting in front of somebody and I'm in the place of unbelief, let me give you a quick example. And I say, yeah, you know, I, I, I've been in business for a few years. You know, I have, I have a couple of degrees on this, but, you know, the services that I sell, you know, they're, they're for a lot of people. It's, it's probably not for you. You know, it's definitely not for you because you're so experienced and you're so, you're so advanced. And you've been in business for so many years. It's not going to help you. That will be your presentation to a potential client because you're actually speaking from a place of unbelief. Now, the truth is, it may not be for that client, but what does that client still, that potential client still need to hear? They still need to hear belief. Yes, I've been in the industry for XYZ amount of years. What I'm looking to do is I, work, I wanna work specifically with people who are trying to go this direction, and my services can meet people here because that's the end result. So if you qualify, I would love to talk to you further, but if you don't, can you keep an eye out for somebody that does? So what, I, what did I do? That person, that the potential client, they, they immediately took me in because I came to a place with the belief. I was, I was talking from a place of belief. And so it doesn't matter what my pricing is. They know that there's, well, okay, well, it sounds like there's an end result somewhere here. That's what they're looking for based off the, how you're, pre you're presenting your pricing. Okay, it will um, put, in your put you in a place of panic. So let's say you're sitting in front of a potential client and let's say your prices are $800. Okay, you know, for the service, um, for what I charge to get you from point A to point B is $800. And you guys seen it, you guys even made the face before when you guys been confronted with a price that doesn't make sense to you. You see that face? Jeez, I can't believe he's charging that much, huh? right? And then you start reading as a business owner. So unbelief reads that experience right in front of you. You'll do something weird, and this is and this is true. Now this is extreme, but it's true. You'll say, "Crap, I'm about to lose the sale." Oh no, that's what's going on inside. I'm about to lose the sale. What, what, what do I do? And this is all internal. And at a moment's notice, you'll say something weird like, "You know what? What's today? Today's Tuesday. You know what?" I forgot to tell you in the very beginning, today's Super Tuesday. And on Super Tuesdays, what we do is we price drop everything half off. And actually, we're going to even do you better. We're going to take it from $800 to $100 today. Okay, you ready to buy now? You ready? That's how compromising on belief is. There's no stability. There's no... You know, because really the truth is, the question should be, you know, I, I, I said $800, but is there a concern with that? Is that price, is that too high? That is a specific belief question. It's okay to ask that question. Where am I, where am I missing? Well, I don't really see where this can go. All, typically, you just have to reintroduce the value. And then you just know that that person needs to see something fairly quickly. That's all the experience is talking about. But unbelief will have you doing some very dramatic stuff in your business. Actions. Okay, I'll be the first one to admit this, but this was me all day. Even getting up to this point, it's, I had a lot of this going on. But you're consistently inconsistent. Unbelief trumps everything. You're consistently inconsistent. Sabotage is your next experience. Now, everybody takes sabotage as its own separate entity. 
Again, when we're talking about manifestation, we're talking about it, sabotage comes from this place of unbelief. So for example, what sabotage looks like when you don't believe in something, you don't believe that this is actually happening for you, the appointment, a client will call you and say, you know, I'm ready to go with your service. Can you meet tomorrow? You'll say, yeah, yeah, I can meet tomorrow. And then as soon as you get off the phone, you're excited. Then you'll wake up tomorrow. <coughs> I'm sick. I, I probably should cancel this appointment. Let me, re you know, I need to reschedule for next week. Not to say that you're not sick in this Bible, but you know if you're really sick or not. You know that that sabotage, and you'll push it off for another week, hoping that this is not real. Now, nobody's going to admit this, but that's part of an unbelief activity, and it happens a lot. Your actions look crazy on the outside. Have you ever seen those people in the marketplace who are like, you know what? They really mean well. I know they have something going on with their business, but I just can't get a feel for where they're at. What they're actually talking about, that person's probably operating from a place of unbelief. And their activities look really shaky. Sometimes they look really strong, and sometimes they come off really weird. They're in this weird place of unbelief. Your actions will feel crazy on the inside. You know it. Some days you're excited. You can't wait to get out the door. Nobody can stop you. But as soon as you get into that place of unbelief the next day, oh, should I do this? Oh, no. Oh, no. That's, so if you feel crazy on the inside, that's how I know you look crazy on the outside. And that's the proof in that statement that I just made before. Unbelief will make you stay at home. And staying at home to put a word into it is called idle. It will force you to deal with your, you, you'll sit there, well, you know, I'm having problems today. I'm just really upset. I don't really know. Let me reschedule all my appointments and deal with this. It will make you lose a day. It's not that you don't have a lot of time. And so when you look at the end of the year, your numbers look a little differently, not because you sold bad or you're or horrible at selling. It's because a lot of your year was spent in this place of unbelief. It can consume time like nobody else. Now, how can we solve unbelief? Is there, is there a way out of it? Absolutely. Answer your question. Yes, there is. But you have to be very specific about, about everything. Consistently do things of value. When you set appointment, just to call and set the appointment, set with, set with belief in mind. Hey, I would love to meet with you. Do you have time? Can we do this this, this day? Be very specific. Speak in value. Speak in belief so people can understand and be excited to meet with you. When you're constantly in this place, again, you're training yourself that I'm valuable. I'm valuable without having to do 10 affirmations. Just be a person of action. It trumps your words. Actions always trump the words. Confront the unbelief. When you're in that place where you feel a little bit weird, stop. So that way, if you're going to stop already and be idle, well, let's stop and let's confront, let's confront it. Confront it in the situation of, why am I in unbelief right now? You have to say those words. Why am I in unbelief right now? Don't say, why am, it, why am I in fear? Why am I sabotaging? All these catch words out there, you know, these are all true words, but they come from this place of unbelief. So go to the root. Why am I in unbelief? Be honest with yourself. Either you're in unbelief or you're in belief. 
There's only two varying ways of dealing with unbelief. You have to really just separate it. It's a very black and white issue. It's not a weird, because when you're gray, you're gray because you're in unbelief. That's what that looks like. So make it a very black and white issue and just say, I'm in unbelief or I'm in belief. And it's, don't look at your words. Look at it through your actions within your business. Did I set my appointments for the week? Am I starting to try to relax? Okay, what am I doing? Because guess what? You know, the worst thing about relaxing and, you know, oh, man, I had such a big, busy week. I didn't have time to market. I didn't have time to set appointments the next week. Guess what will happen? Somehow, in inevitable, you'll have a huge bill come out, of the, come out of the door. Or one of those clients that was pending, all of a sudden, two or three of them just go away and they don't want to do services, not right now. And next thing you know, guess where you're at? You're right back in unbelief. That's how, about how quick it operates when you're not functioning on full capacity. Now, there's a formula that I put together here for you guys to look at unbelief in, this, in, this, in the right way and see the trail. And the trail is unbelief, okay, it has to start with unbelief first, plus, it, it, plus fear, okay, so it adds fear. So the next step is insecurity equals X result, okay? That's the, that's the trail. It's a mathematical figure, <laughs> that I, a formula that I just came up with today. So that's, a, that's the honest truth. But think about it. I'm, I'm going to take you down a trail and take you down a statement. So now that I'm sitting, you know, somebody offered me an opportunity to do a speaking engagement. And let's say I have a fear of speaking. Okay? And that's a, that's a very common one. Instead of saying I'm in fear, say I'm in unbelief. And because of my unbelief, it's making me feel a, a level of fear, which is increasing my insecurity that people are going to judge me. People aren't going to like what I, have, what I have to offer. And I don't like how I sound out loud. So X result is inevitably I'm going to cancel. I'm not going to do it. Or I'll find some other way, you know, look, find some other person that can actually help, you, help better serve you when you're more than qualified to do that. Belief, belief equals the result. That's the formula for belief. That's why I didn't even bother putting it down because belief equals you just move. You just are in action. But there's the belief conversation. So that way you can actually hear yourself say it. So that way you don't feel like you're weird anymore. You can just say, hey, I'm operating out on belief and I stunted my growth in my business. And that's the complete honesty and that's the level of, of, of accountability that can actually propel you forward to more belief. And it just make life a lot easier. So with that being said, I want to say thank you guys for taking the time to watch this today and be here, be participating in this. I know this may have been a very direct conversation, but here at Executive Talk, our job is to bring out the truth regardless. And that's the value add that we always want to bring is the level of truth, the level of openness, so that way we can truly deal with business ownership the right way and move forward. So I invite everybody to um, connect to our social media, our Facebook, our LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and also YouTube to follow up on more conversations and see what else we can do for you. If there's any more questions, reach out to us on um, Executive Talk. But in the meantime, we have to get back to work. Have a good day.